gotta call somebody. Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. Oh, yes, 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 say it with me, yes. You are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G. Oh, it feels so good to be back on this microphone. Y'all just don't understand. You don't understand. This is my therapy. This is my, this is, you know, it's funny. And (laughs) here I am. I'm already off topic. I haven't even said hello yet. And I'm already off topic. So, Anyway, before I get way off topic, you are tuned in to Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G, right here on the Promise Life Network, and we have been gone for, wow, it's been over a year, probably like two and a half years. Moment of Clarity has been off the air, and we've been configuring and trying to figure out and trying to see how we could get ourselves back to where we were and back to what we were supposed to be doing and come to find out that we weren't supposed to be back where we were and we weren't supposed to be back doing what we were doing before but we were kind of supposed to be doing it but anyway we're back and I'm back and I'm glad you're back and we have a fantastic show for you today. We are, it's Valentine's Day, y'all. It's Valentine's Day, baby. So I hope you got your boo and you got your baby and you got your honey and you got your sweetheart and, you know, your pookie bear and your pumpkin muffin and whatever else you call the person that you are in love with. And even if you don't, if you are single, oh, you're going to absolutely adore this show because. Not only are we talking about love today because it's Valentine's Day, of course, but we're also talking about singleness on Valentine's Day. And I promise you, I promise you, before you even get to thinking that it's going to be like everything else you've ever heard on singleness, I promise you, it's like nothing you've ever heard before. We've got David Taylor, the love expert, David Taylor, the relationships expert, David Taylor from singlebutready.com is going to be joining us on the show today to talk about love and relationships and choices in relationships and choices in being single and all of that good stuff. So, you know, we just, oh, I'm just too excited. I'm too excited. I'm having way too much fun already and we're only three minutes and 30 seconds into the first show so just to let you know in case you want a moment of clarity we've scaled down we're not a two-hour show anymore we're a one-hour show we're podcasting right now because we feel like that is the best way to get to you our listeners our audience the people that are interested in hearing what we have to say coming from this show we feel like instead of trying to live stream on a radio station we still love j97.5 Point five FM. We still do plan to interact with J97.5 FM, but it's so much better just being here with you guys one-on-one. So if you want to interact with us, uh, we've set up a forum group 
on Facebook. It's called The Quad. Uh, you can go to thestefang.com. That's thestefang, S-T-E-F-A-N-G.com, and click on The Quad, and we will be talking about all the things that we talk about in the show. We'll be getting your interaction. You'll be able to tell us what you think about what we said, and as always, you'll be able to call me a fool and an idiot and a dummy and a crazy man and a wonderful person and an outstanding thing and everything in the world but a child of God, but hopefully you'll call me a child of God too. So, Today, I know, I'm speed talking because I'm so excited. You know, I feel like I got the Kevin Hart voice on because, you know, I'm so excited. And when I get excited, things get like this. <laughs> Y'all know how Kevin Hart is. I just went to see Rod along the other day. That's why. Anyway, so we're talking about love. And I wanted to, originally today's show was supposed to be about the power of choice, right? And we were supposed to talk about how you know, you're making choices in your life all the time and, you know, your choices in your life determine the road that you walk in life and the things that you do in life and so on and so forth. But y'all know all that. And even if you don't know it, somebody else will tell you and you probably won't listen anyway. And if you, if you decide to listen, then great and you'll figure it out. And if not, we'll talk about the power of choice probably next week sometime. But I got started talking to uh, David earlier today because we talk all the time, and I got started talking to him earlier today about uh, the things that hinder people in relationships and the things that hinder people in their singleness, and I think one of the areas that really struck me in our conversation is, you know, we were talking about how we're taught that we're supposed to love everybody, right? We're always supposed to love everybody. We're supposed to be loving people, loving creatures, uh, children of God, we are love. Love is what we give, right? But then I realized when you're talking about being in a relationship or when you're talking about being single and getting into a relationship, one of the things that we don't give ourselves permission to do, and I know I'm kind of jumping right in right now, but one of the things that we don't give ourselves permission to do is we don't give ourselves permission not to love. And when I say permission not to love, I don't mean permission to not love agape style and the essence that we're supposed to love everybody and all people. But I mean permission not to love Eros style. I've noticed that when it comes to relationships and especially in singleness, I've noticed that people tend to get the feeling that they are supposed to fall in love with whoever this person is that they're interacting with. I feel I realize that people get the feeling that because we've developed this process of how um, the whole dating phase and the courting phase is supposed to go. And because we've got this, um, this, this starlight at the top of the hill of what it's gonna look like at the end, then we feel like we must automatically fall into those places and get to that end result of relationship or marriage or so on and so forth. And so we feel like and when I, I, I say feel on purpose because it's an emotional thing that we allow ourselves to do, but we feel like we are supposed to fall in love with whoever this particular person might be. So even when they're showing us the warning signs, even when they're telling us who they really are, you know, I talked to a friend of mine who was telling me how she was dating this one guy and he told her, I'm no good for you. We, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm no good for you. I'm no good in relationships. And she decided to go ahead and continue down the road to the relationship, and it ended up falling apart. Um, probably about a year later. 
And it's funny because when she looked back on it, I could see the wisdom that it developed in her head and in her mind and even in her heart. Because when she looked back on it, she said to herself, if I had just listened to what he told me from the beginning, he told me from the beginning he was no good for me. He told me from the beginning that that he was going to mess up this relationship. And ultimately, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And I bring that up because I've noticed that we as people, even when we see those type of things, even when we see the warning signs, even when somebody blatantly comes out and directly tells you, I am going to sabotage this relationship because that is the kind of person I am in my nature. I have not dealt with or healed from whatever the emotional trauma is in my background. So I tend to sabotage relationships and I'm going to sabotage this relationship And maybe they don't say it that clear, (laughs) but they give you words that essentially have that meaning. We don't listen because we want to follow the pipeline. We want to go from getting to know you to dating, from dating to courting, from courting to engagement and engagement into marriage. And we tend to put our blinders on because we want to follow the yellow brick road per se. And. I'm using this first segment to say it's okay not to love someone in an Eros manifestation, in a, you know, lover's type manifestation, in a emotional, especially sexual partnership manifestation when you're single and dating. And even when you're in the beginning phases of the relationship, when you've gone past getting to know you and you're a little bit past dating phase and you're kind of in the courting phase, you know, we're exclusive. We're not talking to anybody else. I really like him. He really likes me, you know, um, kisses and misses and all that kind of stuff and smiles and good mornings when you wake up on your text messages and all that kind of stuff. Y'all know how that is. Even when you're in that phase, it's okay to be aware of exactly what you're seeing, be aware of exactly what you're doing and be aware of how that fits and how it coincides with who you are and what you want and where you want to go in life. Now, it might kind of sound like I'm all over the place in this statement, but that's because I am. There's so much that I want to say and I only have an hour now. I was actually supposed to go to break like two minutes ago, but I'm not going to because it's my show and I can do what I want to do. So (laughs) when you're in that phase and you're looking at this other person, whether it's the dating phase, whether it's the relationship phase, whether it's the single phase and you just met somebody, it's okay for you to decide, you know what, I'm going to withhold certain aspects of myself as I get to know this person so that I can better determine whether those aspects of myself are number one deserved of this person. Like, do they deserve those aspects of myself? Not that they have to earn it, but I have to know that we're a match. I have to know that your purpose in life and my purpose in life will not lead us to wanting to kill each other and your purpose in life and my purpose in life or your attitude about life and my attitude about life or your tendencies in life or my tendencies in life will not lead us to really dislike each other or lead us into sinful situations or lead us away from our families. You know, all of those different aspects and things that kind of go into the whole mesh of getting to know someone and dating someone. And so I'm going to say it again. It's okay not to love somebody in the lover's manifestation of love when you are single, dating, courting, etc. It's okay to 
withhold that aspect of yourself back per se and not feel like you have to follow the pipeline, not feel like you absolutely positively have to, you know, be all googly about this person. And, you know, this person, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and they were telling me about how the person they're seeing was telling them how they missed them and they wanted to be with them and it made them feel good, but they still didn't quite know whether the relationship was going to go where they wanted it to go. And I wish more of us would be like that, where we wouldn't allow those types of things to drag us into something too soon. I'm not going to say that it's dragging you into something wrong because the relationship might be absolutely right for you, but you might move into it too fast and you might move into it too soon and you might go at a pace that's not beneficial for where you are in life. You know, if you've got things that you've got to get in order in yourself and you know that you hold grudges against people and you have problems giving and sharing and loving and so on and so forth, you can't allow yourself to be dragged into that fast paced aspect of a relationship when you know you're just going to go in there and be selfish and this person's going to be frustrated. That's just not a good place to go. So it's okay to kind of withhold some of those things back. It's okay to kind of um, not really distance yourself, but just be very aware and be very intentional about what you are doing when you are doing relationship type things and how they will manifest themselves as the process continues down the pipeline. Because we all know the pipeline is there. We all know the pipeline's there. We all know the pipeline is coming. I know, I hear the music. We all know the pipeline's there. We all know the pipeline's coming. We all know that there is a, a destination that we all would like to be as far as relationships are concerned at some point in time. But we have to make sure that we're no, not so focused on getting to the destination that we forget to pay attention to the journey and we forget to pay attention to the process and we forget to allow that process to develop us and grow us and teach us and help us to help others and develop others and grow others and teach others. So the music's playing means I got to go to a break. But when I come back, I will have David Taylor, licensed mental health counselor and the founder and administrator of singlebutready.com. And we're going to have a whole lot of fun and talk about a whole lot of stuff. Moment of clarity, Stefan G, be back in a bit. You know that the ice cream scoop has the power to make a child smile and that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the golf tee brings friends together, that the mailbox keeps them connected. You know that the cataract laser helps you look to the future while the pacemaker ensures that there's a future to be seen. You know that the lawnmower, the clothes dryer, and the elevator make life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. You know that these things we count on every day started as ideas. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support minority education today so we don't miss out on the next big idea 
tomorrow. The United Negro College Fund, a mind, is a terrible thing to waste. Please visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Yeah, like this. How you finna get loose? Ain't nobody on lean from a bottle of goose. Your boys ain't popping next, ain't no models in new. Exactly, genius, your boy models the truth. Won't spark the key, we never in the club. Don't go, go like PC. I know a God and he sees his kids on the deli and we live so he's pleased. In fact, we're label squares, cause every word is syllable and follow up with a swear. Won't go where they go with mind full of the snares. Never strapped to this life or concerned with its cares. Ain't pressed for the gear, heartless stressed by your thoughts, never moved by your stairs. Yeah. There's the people who sharing the same burden of the cross, not civilian affairs. Moment of clarity. It's your man, Stefan G. And we are still talking about love and relationships and singleness. I don't want to leave out the single people because especially I think around this time of the year, single people get left out. You know, it's just like it's all about, like I said earlier, it's all about the boo and the boo bear and the pumpkin muffin and the the sweetie pie and the love face and all that kind of stuff. And the single people just get left out completely. And if they don't get left out, you know, especially, you know, let me talk to my Christian friends for a second. You, you get to some lame singles event <laughs> that's being held at the church. That's a bunch of people that most of you already know. And you've already decided you're really not that interested in. And, you know, you have your, you know, your, your finger sandwiches and your tea and your lemonade and your Sprite. And it's just, like I say, singles just get left out. So, you know, as I was saying before, I want to emphasize the aspect that it's very important for us to realize and it's very important for us to accept and own the fact that it's okay when you are single, when you are dating, or excuse me, let's go right down the pipeline. When you're single, when you're in the getting to know you phase, when you're in the dating phase, and even a little bit when you're in the courting phase, it's okay to withhold the arrows manifestation of love the lover's aspect of love it's very okay and i would even say sometimes quite beneficial to withhold some of that as you determine whether this is something that is good for you right for you a good match for you a fit for you or even just something that you want to be involved in because I've known people and I've even experienced this myself on some occasions where I'm kind of entering in a relationship with someone, a young lady, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. It's fantastic. We have a good time, but it's really just not something I'm interested in moving forward with in my life at this moment moment in time. And I think it's very important that we don't allow ourselves to kind of fall into the pipeline of expectation. You know, we all expect the next relationship to be the one that goes into marriage and happily ever after. Or even if we don't expect that, we would like to have that expectation. And I think it's very important not allow us not to allow ourselves to fall into the pipeline of trying to make sure that that's where this one goes of trying to make sure that that's where this one happens and this is exactly the steps that happens in this particular interaction that I'm having right now and we allow our emotions to take over we completely ignore what our mind tells us and we just allow that pipeline to take over and it ends up really not working out because we're not being aware and intentional about what's going on in our interactions with this person and in this developing relationship. So I said all of that to say, 
I've got my man, my homeboy, my dog. His name is David Taylor. He is a licensed mental health counselor in the Orlando, Florida area. He is the founder and the administrator of singlebuttready.com. David Taylor, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. So, you know, you heard a little bit about what I was saying. Straighten me out. <laughs> Straighten you out. Where should we start? <laughs> um, I, I like the concept that you were speaking about regarding the arrows um, and how, and, and we like to call it the cloud nine experience. Oh, yes. When someone, when someone allows their emotions to go before their mind, their heart before their brain, and they get too emotionally involved too early, and five months, a year down the line, you look up and you find out that you never knew the person to begin with. Right, You just right. went them with them because they made your heart tingle. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I like that concept. I like that concept. <laughs> so let me ask you, when we're talking about, because we're still kind of, you know, I told my listeners earlier that the show was supposed to be all about the power of choice, but then I talked to you today and it just kind of screwed everything up. So <laughs> it's I'm, I'm trying to stay in line with the power of choice, but I really, since it's Valentine's Day, I really want to talk about the power of choice inside relationships and the power of choice inside singleness. You know, when yeah. you and I talk, we always talk about two, about there's really, well, we talk about a bunch of things. I was going to say two, but there's really like 80. But there's four areas that we touch on a lot. And those are being aware, being mm-hmm. intentional, and being and the one and the zero. Those four areas we talk about a lot. Could you yeah. first first tell us a little bit about ones and zeros? Explain oh, to my audience the on-off um, aspect. Man, this is, this is, to me, one of the... Uh, most tangible revelations that I've ever like found in my life, and I, and I came across this this concept. It probably was about 2008 when I really I heard someone uh, preaching about it before, um, and he uh, talked about one and zero, on and off. And he was talking from the vantage point of how this is the second time in history where everybody speaks the same language. Um, and he was right. coming from a biblical standpoint, you know, the Tower of Babel was one point, and then he talked about how now everybody in the world can speak the same language, and they speak it with the binary code. So right. one and zero is the binary code. And he says that every every electronic equip, piece of equipment, everything communicates with ones and zeros. Any computer, any smartphone, anything, it'll always communicate with a series of ones and zeros, the binary code. One, on, zero, off. And he was saying how... Uh, that's how the world runs. And so I just took it a step further and applied that to the human condition. And I said that every person is comprised of one or zero. Or yeah. all. Yes, mm-hmm. no. It's it's pretty much everything is reduced down to that choice. Yes or no. On, off. And the power of choice is the one thing. I call it the last of the human freedoms. That's the one thing that God decide, decided in this infinite wisdom to give us access to and to not control. And I believe that, especially when it comes to dating, especially, you you have to be very aware, very aware of how you choose, when you choose, and why you choose. Yes. And most people, they don't really focus on that because they don't practice a level of awareness. Well, you know what? So they get into relationships based on how they feel or based off past issues, past baggage, and that really clouds all of their decision-making process. Well, you know, I think it's so important that you said that because I know 
in my experience for me personally and people that I've talked to, because I talk to people all the time, we get so focused on what we choose and we don't yeah. pay any attention to why we choose. You know, and I think it's so important that, you know, when you're talking about being in relationships, the why you choose is so much more important than the what you choose. Because if you can figure oh, yeah. out why you choose, then you can change all of the what's that you choose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say why, W-H-Y, is the most important question that you can ever ask anybody in any situation. You know, why is so important. And it's so important that we mainly miss it. We don't like to know why because... Typically, if you ask why enough, you get to the truth. Right. And so to most people, you know, and I write about this on the site, most people don't like truth. They like a form of truth, their conceptualization of truth, but not true truth, if that makes sense. Right. They don't like to see themselves in the mirror. They don't, no one likes to admit that their laundry smells or that they have something on their face. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, we tend to fabricate things and wear masks so that we don't see reality for what it truly is. Right. But we know perception is reality. So how I see things determines what truth what truth really is. And I like to kind of come up with my own picture of what reality is. Right. It's kind of like you talk about it's kind of like who you talk about in one of your uh, posts on your site, singlebutready.com. We're talking to David Taylor, uh, founder and administrator of singlebutready.com. It's like mm-hmm. when you um, talk about in one of the articles on your site about the ideal self. And how yeah. we like to present our ideal self, but we don't yeah. present our actual self. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm getting off. St- I'm getting. You know, we could get into this. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> I'm getting way <laughs> off task. But inside, well, let me just let me just say one quick fact about the binary code: the right. one and off, the one and zero. I mean, and, and this is I, I just like this because it's so true. Like everybody that's listening right now, um, if you can do so, look at the side of your cell phone, look at the power button of your cell phone, look at the power button of any electronic component or equipment, it'll have a one encapsulated by a zero. I mean, everything operates with ones and zeros. Yeah. And like I said, with us as humans, that's the same. That's how we operate, ones and zeros, so ones off. And if you can really get to a place where you understand why you choose one over the zero, that's when you can get true change. Right. Sorry, I just have to add that in there. No problem, no problem. So taking it a step further, tell uh, us, tell me, um, mm-hmm. how we can be more aware and intentional in how we use our ones and zeros in, let's start out in the single area. I'm single, you know what I'm saying? I'm single, I'm fly, I'm rocking, you know what I mean? I'm ready to go, you know, as the old cliche is, single, ready to mingle, you know, the ladies Mm -hmm. are are looking my way and I'm sliding them a good glance, you know, my my collar is popped. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. I know. I know. Talk to me about how we can be aware and intentional in using our ones and zeros inside the singleness aspect of our lives. And then we'll ask, wow. I'm going to ask you the same question inside the development of a relationship. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, you, you understand. And I'm sure because I know who you are, you, you presented me with a fully loaded question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so let me see if I can I can do it justice in the limited time that I do have. Uh, the quick and easy answer is participate in Relationship University. Get you ready to do the Relationship <laughs> that's Readiness good, Plan. <laughs> no, that's the one. That's the answer right there. <laughs> but that's the quick. Well, and, and, what, and I'm joking, but I'm serious. And here's why I'm serious. What we're trying to do is provide awareness. We're creating awareness. And what we have learned and what I've learned, and I've been doing this for a long time, about 10 years, is that most people struggle with self-awareness. They struggle with dealing with issues 
And as a result, those issues become their vices. Yes. And when the issues become their vices, then those vices become obstructions. And when I have obstructions, my vision is clouded because it's tainted. And when my vision is tainted, I make choices based off of what I am able to see. As opposed and, to what's really there. And opposed to what's really there. Right. And so if, if, if my collar is popped, I'm in the right position, I think I still need to practice a level of self-awareness to where I understand my motives. I understand what fuels me. I, I know my purpose. I know why I exist. Because if I know why I exist, I know what I'm born to do. Right. And most people, they don't, again, it goes back to the why. Most people either choose not to know the why or they, for a lack of knowledge, don't have access to the why. They don't know why they exist. And because they don't know why they exist, they're purposeless. You know, so it I, doesn't matter how well your life is in order and you lack purpose. Anything and everything that you're doing is without purpose and is, is not intentional. I think it's great. Result, you, I'm sorry? I was going to say, I think it's great that you said that because even before you came on the show, that was one of the things I was talking about, like in the singleness phase, in the development. Well, I was really talking about in the development of the relationship. It's so mm-hmm. important for us to really look at, does this person fit with what my purpose is in life? Does this exactly. person really, you know, kind of do, does, is it a square peg in a round hole or is it a round peg in a round hole as a, yeah. in, as it pertains to what it is that I know that I'm supposed to do with the rest of my existence, you know, yeah. and you know, that age old question of why am I here? I really don't believe enough people take the time out to really get that answer, you know, yeah. and if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like you're saying that's one of the things that we should really be focusing on in our singleness. Yes. Oh my goodness, Stefan. That that to me that's that's key. I, I I have come across so many people that, for lack of a better phrase, they're so relationship oriented that they don't have a sense of self. Right. I mean, they they're so interested in finding their next one, finding who God has for me, or being ready. You know, and 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 they they focus so much on being in a relationship that they lose sight of who they really are. And and if, if you don't know who you are. And how can you truly know what you're supposed to contribute to a relationship? Yes. And, and I see that so many times, so many times. And so you can't wander into a relationship and expect it to work. You have to be intentional. You have, I call it strategic dating. And I, I even take it a step further and say that you have to operate with dating discretion. Yes. You have to have a level of discernment to know if this person really the right person. And am, I in the right, am I in a relationship for the right reason? Am I here because of needs that I need met, past wounds, past baggage, or am I truly in the relationship because I'm looking for something serious? Right. And to the degree that you're positioned the right way is to the degree that you'll take advantage of the opportunities that are there. And so most people, and that's that's one of the things that we, we talk about with single already, is helping you to be ready, helping you to, to be single and ready. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find those two together. It is. And and yeah. it's it's so funny because we do get into that place where we're looking to be in a relationship and we believe it's for the right reasons, but it's like you said, perception is reality. So if we, you don't know what you don't know. So if you've never yeah. taken the time out to find out, number one, what your purpose in life is, why are you put on this planet? What is your existence level? And yeah. number two, you've never taken the time to look in the mirror and really yeah. find out what kind of baggage do you have and is this carry-on baggage? Is this check baggage? Is this cargo? You know what I mean? How much exactly are you bringing along with you? Yeah. When you don't take the time to do those two things, you really, as you would say, set yourself up for failure because oh, yeah. you're in Definitely. the relationship for 
to fill a need that you have as opposed to being in the relationship for the conjoined benefit of purpose. Yeah, yeah. I say it this way. I say, because people like very simplistic things. So I say we can summarize this up in three steps. Number one, step number one, you have to know who. Step number two, you have to know what. Step number three, you have to know why. Okay, break those down for us real quick. <laughs> you have to know, number one, who are you? Who am I? That's a question you have to answer. And you know, that's, yeah. that's the ultimate question. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's the ultimate question. Who am I? And then after you know who you are, you have to know what you are born to do. Right. What do I do? Am I an eagle or am I a turkey? Mm-hmm. Then... Once, once you know what, you have to figure out the why. Right. Right. Why am I? Why do I have a a, a disposition towards this or a disposition towards that? Why am I interested in this or attracted to that? Mm-hmm. And I think once you are able to piece those three together, that's when you find the spot. When you find your spot, you set yourself up to either be found or to find the right one. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Listen. I'm going to let you stay on. I know I told you 15 minutes, but (laughs) we're doing good. You're doing good. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to listen to some people talk about something. I don't know. And then when we come back, we're going to take this same strategic avenue, and we're going to apply it to, you know, the people who, you know, I'm already in a relationship, and I like it, but now you're making me think twice about it. Now you're making me wonder, am I here for the right reasons? Is it happening the way it's supposed to happen? And how can I be intentional and aware or aware and intentional about what I do in this relationship from now on? So hang tight with me, David. You're listening to Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G. We're talking to David Taylor. He is licensed mental health counselor and founder and administrator of singlebutready.com. Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Be back in a second. Can't afford for the phone and further orders. Could have gone before and caught up in the home where he was brought up. Shot till he dropped dormant. Then his property got bought up. Killed his metal in the streets for everybody they reported. Heard the devil in their sleep said he would properly deported. You see, the world won't change. The world won't change. If the people don't move, the people don't know we can't hide our faces. You know we got it. Marine Corps Sergeant Andy Robinson was paralyzed when his Humvee was blown up in Iraq. Paralyzed Veterans of America helped Andy get all the health care and benefits he's entitled to. To support paralyzed veterans, go to pva.org. Concentrate, Ben. Yes, that's good. (laughs) The odds of a child becoming a professional golfer? One in 140,000. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism? One in 150. Here are some of the signs. No big smiles or other joyful expressions by six months. No back and forth sharing of sounds or facial expressions by nine months. And no babbling by 12 months. To learn more of the signs, visit AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
check it out. Grinding is flawless, check it out. Hustle like Russell, check it out. This here about the bus through, check it out. Got juice of love and check it out. Hot like a cook sub and check it out. Oh, moment of clarity. It's your man, Stefan G. Tuned in to another eclectic episode. We are talking about love. We are talking about relationships. We are talking about singleness on this Valentine's Day 2014. And I'm having a really good time. I got my man, David Taylor. He is the founder and the administrator of SingleButReady.com. And he's bringing all the knowledge. David, you there? I'm here, sir. That is fantastic. So, okay, so we're talking about being aware and intentional about how we use our ones and our zeros in our singleness. And real quick, before we get to relationships, because I know the people in relationships that are like, come on, you know, enough of the single stuff is Valentine's Day. Is there anything else? Like if you could say, I give you 45 seconds, right? 45 seconds and I give you a megaphone and this megaphone will reach every single person on the planet. Every person who is not currently in the courting phase of a relationship or married or engaged, it will reach them and they are required to turn around and listen to exactly what it is that you have to say. What yeah. would you say to those single people? I'd say this, and I like the question. I'd say make sure that you don't date for the wrong reasons. Or make sure that you, yeah, make sure that you don't date for the wrong reasons. And make sure that you focus on finding yourself before you focus on finding your next relationship. Find who you are, why you are, and what you were born to do before you jump into a relationship. If you don't, the chances of a relationship failing has drastically increased. Right. Now, see, you messed me up. Real quick, <laughs> why do you say the chances of the relationship failing drastically increase if you don't find out who you are and what you're here to do and why? Because, yeah, well, to me, it's, 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 it's black and white. If, if I don't know what I'm supposed to do, then I don't know how I can contribute. Right. And I really don't know. I'm snuffing out my potential before I get started because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. If I'm Michael Jordan, but I'm over here playing soccer, <laughs> then I've robbed millions of young black men of their dreams to be like Mike. Right. And so if he was ever in the wrong spot, like he almost got, you saw, you remember. He oh, was the baseball. baseball. Oh, Lord. That his spot. That's not his spot. He was following his dream, but not his passion. And so what, when that happened, a lot of people were disappointed because they were confused. Right. And just imagine the Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, the people that were coming behind him, wouldn't have ever found their spot if it wasn't for him being in his. Right. And so if I am out of position or if I'm misappropriating my potential, then when I get into a relationship and I'm not able to bring anything, which we're going to talk about in a minute, then I will snuff the potential of myself, my partner, and my relationship out before we even get started. Man, that's Shoot powerful. myself in the foot before we run the race. Powerful, powerful, Paul. I, I you know, we talk, you guys don't know, me and David, we talk all the time. <laughs> And when we get started, like we, he's one of those guys that I can literally sit down with and we can talk for like four or five hours and look up at the clock and be like, it was only been like 20 minutes. What's going on? But yeah. one thing that has always resonated with me that, that you say, David, and mm-hmm. we'll probably touch on it a little bit later. But one thing that has always resonated with me is setting yourself up for success. Everything that you do, you have to be aware and intentional so that you can set yourself up for success. So. With that being said, transitioning to the person who is now in a relationship, 
and they have moved past the getting to know you phase and they're either in the latter parts of the dating phase about to move towards exclusivity and courting or they're already in the courting phase it's just you it's just me ain't nobody seeing nobody else which you know most people jump right into that anyway so how can they be very aware and intentional of how they use their ones and zeros in the relationship that they are currently in and yeah, okay. I was going to say something else, but I'm going to let you go ahead. And I, I know you're going to say it, so I'm going to go ahead and let you say it. And I'm going to play something. I'm going to play a noise when you actually say it, so everybody uh, know that's what I was thinking. Uh, okay, go ahead. Put the pressure on me, y'all. He put the pressure. <laughs> hey, right. No, but here, here's the thing. Most people, okay, so let's say we're, we're done, you know, we met, we're done with the first couple of dates, we're, you know, we're done dating, we're ready to make it more exclusive, just the two of us. What, what I say for most people to do is to make sure, again, that they know why they're there. Why am I in this relationship? What am I gaining from it? What's my motive? And then here's the kicker. What can I contribute to it? Right. Once I know that I'm here for the right reason, then I have to focus on contributing to the other person, contributing to the growth of the relationship. Now, stick stick with being there for the right reasons for me for a second. Because I've, okay. I've been in a couple of relationships where I was okay. not there for the right reasons. And I'll okay. be the first one in a minute. Some of my reasons, some of my motives, some of my purpose for being in that relationship was totally mm-hmm. wrong, totally off. Yeah. So talk yeah. to me about that real quick. Hmm. Power of choice, one and zero. We always have choice. And we, a lot of times, neglect the fact that our choices should be the, the final say-so. But we, a lot of times, allow our emotions to dictate our choices. Oh, man. Even trump our choices. And I found, I'm guilty of that as well. You know, we, you know, college, you know, even after college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no details. In, included, <laughs> but, um, what I found is that if I have a vice, if I have a past trauma, if I have a past wound or baggage, someplace in my heart or my soul that needs to be healed, but I have not yet achieved that level of healing, then that will become my guiding force. That will become my primary motivator in life. It's covering or making sure that I keep that wound protected. And I found that most people, that's why 50% of marriages fail. 60% of second marriages fail and 75% of third marriages fail. It's because if I don't heal, then I'm only taking that wound with me. And I'm taking the baggage with me, and then we're going to have a baggage party. Me, you, and my baggage. <laughs> and if, my, if, if, if I'm still living with baggage and I bring it to my relationship, then my relationship becomes about the baggage instead of about the other person. Right. And so that's why it's very important to make sure that you know why you are there. Most people don't ask that question. I know we keep harping on it, but it's the power of choice. Why is the power of choice? You know, and so if I don't know why, if I don't know what's motivating me to be in this relationship, if I don't know why I'm always falling for the same game, yeah. then I'm, I'm limiting myself and I'm right. limiting the potential of the relationship. And so I have to know what is, what is causing me to be in this position? What's motivating me? And people have to practice self-awareness. And that's one of the things that we really, really preach strongly is practicing that level of self-awareness. Know you. Know you. If you know you, then you can give you. Right. But if you don't know you, you can't give you. You may give parts of you, but you can't give the total you. Yeah. Now, we're talking to David Taylor, founder and administrator of singlebutready.com. Go check him out, singlebutready.com. You can also find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash singlebutready. Now, David, you said something very key. You said, as you were talking, you talked about how you have to make sure that you've healed. And I can mm-hmm. hear, 
I can hear about 40% of my audience who's listening right now saying, but I've healed. I'm over him. He don't bother me or I'm over her. They don't bother me. How do you know when you really, really healed? Because just because, you know, we a lot of times think just because I don't think about that person anymore, I've healed. Or just because I don't absolutely hate them and want to burn their house down anymore. Now I've healed. But how do you know that you've actually, actually healed from a wound? Not, you know, we can get into the whole historical trauma aspect later but even just a wound or a hurt that you've gotten from previous relationships how do you know that you've healed when you've healed i i think it goes back to okay so your mind and your body is connected so let's take an athlete let's take someone like derrick rose okay so everybody from chicago don't hate me okay okay i love (laughs) y'all okay i'm just saying you know but let's take derrick rose so what happens is whenever i tear or break or rupture or something the body has a natural and beautiful way of healing itself. And you usually know that you're healed. Let's say, because I sprung my ankle before. I never broke my bone, but I sprung my ankle. And I knew I was healed and I was able to go out and do the same thing or more than I was able to do before I had the injury. Right. And so if you apply that to the dating realm, you know, well, well let me, before I get to that point, but then there's another level of healing. So okay. physical healing than the emotional level. Because I believe one of the things that stopped Derrick Rose from really getting back to his place, you know, it took him a whole year to recover, where mm-hmm. it takes some people six months, is because there was a psychological component to it. Right. And to me, that's the most detrimental part of healing, is that if if I've incurred a past trauma, a traumatic situation, something that was negative that happened, or even a heartbreak, but I haven't allowed my mind to heal at the rate of my heart, then I may confuse the two. Because mm. I believe they, they're two different things. And I may confuse, I may feel ready, but if in my mind I'm still operating out of fear or rejection or resentment or unforgiveness, right. then those things will stop me from being able to do what I once was able to do. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay, so. It confusing. But. <laughs> and if they don't get it, they can go to the website because I'm sure there's something going to gonna be up there on it. Um, <laughs> yes. So real quick, I, I got one more question for you, and then we got to get into the credentials. Um, okay. But real quick, so I'm in this relationship, and now I've started being self-aware. I've started being intentional. I've started to realize maybe this isn't the right place for me, or maybe there's nothing wrong with him. It's not you. It's me. I'm just not ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I figured out that I'm still broken. I got some things that I need to work on. How do I go about or either I realize that this is the right place for me and this is something I want to develop. So how do I go about either extracting myself from that relationship or making the next step into that relationship? So how do I, what do I do when I choose one or zero as a, in pertains to that particular relationship? Sure. Uh, the best and easiest way to do it is, on, is through honest communication. Regardless if you choose one or zero, you have to have honest communication both ways. You know, relationship speaks of a transaction. And so if I find that I'm not ready for this relationship, then I can't lead him on. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Flag on the play. <laughs> Say that again. Relationship speaks of a transaction, you said. Say that again. Yeah, yeah relationship is a, it, it speaks of a transaction. The word relationship is actually made of two words, you know, relation and then ship. And it speaks of trans or uh, a transition or traveling. Um, and so when, whenever I'm in a relationship with another person, it's a transaction. It's two-way. It's it's symbiotic. It's something that I give to them, they receive. They give to me, I receive. And so I think that at, at its core, 
it's all about giving to the other person. Right. And I owe that other person honest an honest level of communication if I know that I'm not supposed to be in this relationship. Okay. Or if, if I find out that I'm in the relationship for the wrong reasons, I still owe that person the right to communicate that to them. Right. Okay. And so I believe you have to you have to communicate effectively in relationships, especially if you're at that level where you guys are courting. You communication is so 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 important. How you handle conflict, how you see yourself, how you communicate, all those things. Your love languages. That is so 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 important to a a, a committed relationship. To be in a committed relationship. Right. If I don't know that, then when it ta- when the time comes for me to choose one or zero, I won't know how to communicate that to the other person in a way. That they receive it. Yeah, it's like you and I learned and said today. Communication is the purest form of intimacy. But I just yeah. threw I threw that out there for them. They have to listen to the next podcast, or maybe even four, <laughs> or maybe even four podcasts from now to hear what that really means. Oh, but, <laughs> but um, so tell us, David. So you've got okay. So this is David Taylor, singlebutready dot com, who um right here on Moment of Clarity with Stefan G. So David, tell us um tell us about Single But Ready. Tell us about you know, where it came from, how you thought of it, and tell us about Relationship University, which I know is coming up, and you're extremely excited about it, and, and the Relationship Readiness Plan, I know is you're extremely excited about that. Oh, so start man. with Single But Ready, and then tell us a little bit about the Relationship Readiness Plan and Relationship University. Okay, okay. Um, if, if a man could ever be pregnant, I would be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll start by saying that. Do I got y'all attention? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was pregnant with the concept of single but ready, uh, and it's since been incepted. And, and its its inception was October fourth. And so, single but ready as a business has only been up and running for about four months. Prior to that, obviously, and I still do this as a certified life coach and a licensed mental health counselor. I have my own private practice, and that's when I that's where I did the majority of my coaching and counseling for for couples. Uh, but my wife and I decided that this was something that was a burning desire for us because, uh, and if you know me from my podcast and my website, you know my story. My wife and I almost got a divorce. We, you know, our, early on in our marriage, we were doing very poorly um, with being a good husband and wife. And so as a result, the marriage almost fizzled. And I, you know, I'm a product of, of divorce. My mom was divorced a couple of times. Dad divorced a couple of times. So I see it. I know what it looks like. I know what it smells like. And I hate the smell of it. And Single But Ready was my desire to literally break the back of divorce. I want to, like, break his back. Like Bane did to Batman, that's what I want to do to, <laughs> to divorce. And my theory is, and it's proven to be true, is that if I can help people date better, then they can marry better. Mm. My wife and I only dated for two weeks, for <laughs> 11 months. And yeah, we jumped. We jumped it fast, and so we missed Man. a lot of <laughs> a Y'all lot was... of pivotal things. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, we, we missed a lot of pivotal things in route to getting married. And then when we were when we got married, we had to deal with all of the issues that we were supposed to deal with up front. Right. And then the issues became the focus of the marriage, and not the marriage itself. Right. And as a result, like I said, we almost got a divorce. So my job, the single but ready, is to provide pre-relationship coaching. And so that is pre-relationship. I'm not like all the other guys that's trying to make you just date better. We'll get to that. But I want to I want to deal with it on the front end. I want to help you get the issues out of the way so that your issues don't become y'all's issues. Right. I want to help make sure that those things that are stumbling blocks for you, that you may not even be aware of, or that you may be aware of, but you ain't told nobody. I want to make sure to help get those things uprooted and out of place so that when you date, you have clarity of mind, 
and you know what you're doing. You are intentional and you are aware so that your relationship survives. That's beautiful. As a result, we're, we've developed multiple products to help with that process. As a coach and a counselor with the private practice, a lot of my work is one-on-one or one-to-two, which means that it's me and either two people or one person in front of me. Right. Google already allows me to have a one to a thousand, you know, interaction. <laughs> yeah. So it's me, but I can be speaking to a thousand people, like probably now, at the same time. And so we developed a relationship readiness plan, which is a tool. It's over 50 pages. It's not a book. It's an e-book, but it's not a book that you read from cover to cover. It's a, it's a tool that you use, and it's very extensive. And it allows you to, when you're done with that, you will know your life purpose. You will know you will have a five-year plan mapped out. I mean, you will have all that in place, especially for men, because men will spit game and say all these lofty things. Yeah, we will. When you are done with this plan, you don't have no, you don't got no choice but to follow through. Yeah. And we also have Relationship University, or RU. It's in its beta mode right now, and it will be rolled out full-fledged pretty soon. I can't wait. Praise Jesus. Um, and it's an eight-week intense coaching online e-course coaching program. Um, and the whole concept is helping people to find themselves, learn their five love languages, get the baggage and the triggers out of, out of the way, understand effective communication, know that there is a such thing as healthy conflict, all that. We're going to be dealing with family of origins, sex, money, all that. We're, we're dealing with all that in relationship university. But and as a result, once you, I'm sorry? I was going to say, but the difference is you're dealing with it on the front end. You're dealing with it before. Yeah, you're dealing with it before you get into the relationship. So these people don't have to be in your office after they're in the relationship. Exactly. But but I still have a place for you. If you, if you jump the gun, <laughs> see me in the <laughs> office. I won't forget about you. But yeah, we're, the goal is to deal with it on the front end. That's why we call it pretty relationship coaching and advice. And so I, I, I do relationship coaching and advice. But Pre-relationship coaching and advice to me is what will save marriages years from years down the line. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, David. I appreciate you taking the time out to join us today and really give some depth and insight to the actual process of pre-relationships, the singleness of life, Mm -hmm. as well as the relationships of life. Make sure you go check him out. His name is David Taylor. He is at singlebutready.com. You can find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash singlebutready. He's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's on LinkedIn. He's on Google Plus. He's YouTube, the whole nine yards. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And go, go check out the podcast. The podcast is the golden nugget of what Single But Ready offers. So go check out his podcast on iTunes. You can download it on iTunes or you can download it directly from his website, singlebutready.com. David Taylor, singlebutready.com. Thanks for joining us, David. Thank you, sir. That's my homeboy. That's my homeboy right there. So I hope that this first uh, reintroduction to Moment of Clarity has really helped you out. If you don't know then let me explain to you real quick. Moment of Clarity, the whole purpose of this radio show is to give you a different perspective from what you're already looking at. That's why we call it Moment of Clarity. We take a moment out of the day to really talk about different 
avenues and different subject matters and different topics, current events at times. We'll touch on faith. We'll touch on politics. We'll talk about the church. We'll talk about Christianity. We'll talk about love. We'll talk about alcoholism, drug, drug addiction, pornography. We'll talk about all kinds of things, but we're going to talk about it in a way that will give you the opportunity to make a choice. Because one thing I learned is that most people believe whatever the first thing they hear. It's kind of like when you were a kid, you know, and whoever told first was the one that won. If I ran up to mom and said, Joshua hit me, then Joshua was in trouble and I was in the clear. But I noticed that we do that with our media as well. Whatever piece of information we hear first, that's the piece of information that we retain the most. And the reason I do this radio show is to give you information from all sides so that you can truly make a informed decision on your own without feeling like you have to make a particular decision because of something somebody else said. So I want to give you all aspects. I want to give you all points of view. I want to give you all um, biblical diagnosis and all that kind of stuff so that you can really look at this thing and say, is this what I want to choose? Do I want to choose on or do I want to choose off? Do I want to choose yes or do I want to choose no? And then you can own that choice and you can say to yourself, you know what? I chose this and I chose it on purpose and it wasn't an accident and nobody made me do it and the devil is not in charge of this. I made this choice and it's okay that I made that choice. And let me tell you, if you don't know, it is okay that you made that choice. It's okay you made the choice, whatever the choice is, because God loves you and he wants to have a great and magnificent and outstanding relationship with you and he's going to be with you for the rest of your life and for the rest of his life and he wants to share all of that purpose and all of that destiny and all of that love with you. He's not going to make your life perfect, but he's going to make your life better. So if you don't know him, find him. You can go on the internet. You don't have to find him through me. Go online. Find Jesus. He's out there. He's everywhere. Find him and get to talking to him and interact with him and learn more about him because every choice you made, if you are still alive today, every choice that you've made in the past, it's fine. You're clear. It's cool. Doesn't mean you won't have to pay the physical and, and natural consequences. You rob a bank, you get caught by the police. Yeah, you're going to go to jail. But that doesn't mean that God holds that against you. He does not hold grudges. He doesn't hold anything against you. He loves you just the way you are, and he wants you to be just the way he's made you. My name is Stefan G. You're tuned in to Moment of Clarity. We're going to be here every single Friday. So come to the website, thestephang.com. That's T-H-E-S-T-E-F-A-N-G.com. Come to the website every single Friday. Download the podcast. Check us out. We're back, baby. I appreciate you joining us. I'll catch you next week. Round traveling, thoughts are battling. The spot out when I fall out with the adversary. It's a good pattern, spinning like Saturn. It's for me to shine lights on, matter the ordinary. As soon as the song come on the radio, I'm be for real. What are these little kids learning? If you can see what I'm discerning, you'll be like, it's time to speak life, life. and keep it right. right. Too many people want to keep it real. They don't know they, they backs on their families and they hood. Uh, we should be embarrassed because we live in the perilous.